Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. We've made it to Wednesday. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Student journalists are sounding the alarm about universities reopening. And some situational awareness this morning. Hurricane Laura is expected to make landfall along the Texas and Louisiana coast tonight as a major storm. In the largest evacuation order during this pandemic, more than half a million people have been asked to leave their homes. The hurricane has already caused 23 deaths in Haiti and the Dominican Republic. And now, today's one big thing, how President Trump could pull off another win. Almost four years ago, we went into election day completely underestimated. Despite what is being said again this year, I know, just as you do, that Americans will go to the polls and vote on the behalf of their families, our economy, our national security, and our children's future. That's First Lady Melania Trump in an address from the Rose Garden on the second night of the Republican National Convention. If you felt a little deja vu when it comes to the convention, the election, politics this summer, you wouldn't be the only one. So far, polls are showing Donald Trump is losing big. Pundits are proclaiming he can't win. But that's why a couple of folks at Axios have been asking, could everyone be wrong all over again? Axios co-founder Mike Allen is here with us now. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Nyla. What made you want to do this story? Well, Nyla, one thing you learn when you're a political reporter is to trust your eyes. And there's something different about this presidential campaign. And that's the Trump flags, Trump boat capades, yards that don't just have a Trump sign, but a forest of Trump signs. So what does that tell you? There is a fervor among Trump supporters that may not totally be registering in polls. Let me ask you about another sign that maybe the conventional wisdom here may not be correct. So Axios CEO Jim Vandehei and I were talking about this, and we realized it's a little bit August 2016 deja vu. As you said at the top, polls show that Trump is losing big. Now, we have no clue who's going to win, but there are some signs that we should be a little careful. He's doing better in swing state polls than he was at this point in 2016. But a lot of blue-collar workers, they're doing well, too. Can I ask you about the social desirability thing? Because I thought that was interesting. Yeah, so social desirability is just a fancy way of saying, would you be embarrassed to tell a pollster that you're a Trump voter? And this is where the president himself talks about a hidden Trump vote. Now, what we're skeptical of, he's far enough behind in polls. There's probably not that much of a Trump vote. But Nyla, they feel much better since mid-June. They think that they have stabilized. They say we had to hit bottom. Better to do it in June or July. So what could go wrong here, Mike? I could be wrong again, just like we were in 2016. You've noticed all the hedges in everything that I'm saying. Now, there's plenty of reasons that the polls could be right and Joe Biden could win big. Biden has strengths that Hillary Clinton did not. He's viewed more favorably. He's stronger among seniors. College-educated whites have continued drifting away from Trump. But remember, Nyla, believe your eyes. And one thing my eyes are telling me, some of those swing state polls that are being won by Joe Biden, they were being won even bigger in 2016 by Hillary Clinton. 
Mike Allen with some healthy skepticism for us this morning. Thank you, Mike. Now I have the best convention. We'll be back in 15 seconds with student journalists who are calling out their schools on COVID. Welcome back to Axios Today. Colleges across the country started welcoming students back on campus these past few weeks with guidelines like social distancing and masks. But still, many of these schools are seeing a surge in coronavirus cases. One of these is the University of Alabama. They resumed classes last week, but by Monday, the university had reported more than 560 cases of coronavirus. The rise in COVID cases that we've seen in recent days is unacceptable, and if unchecked, threatens our ability to complete the semester on campus. That's University of Alabama President Stuart Bell on Monday, just before the mayor of Tuscaloosa issued an order forcing bars to close for the next two weeks. We wanted to speak to a student journalist to hear what's happening on the ground. A lot of students were seen on the bars on campus without masks, without following social distancing. Nobody was reinforcing it. Michaela Wyatt is the opinions editor of the Crimson White. She says since cases have gone up, there have been some changes on campus. Right now, the only thing that's allowed face-to-face on campus is class instruction. It changed. Opposed to last week, a lot of people were walking around a lot more without masks. It was a lot more laxy-daisy. This week, you know, you pretty much only see people going to class back and forth. How do you feel about the situation? We wrote plenty of stories, plenty of op-eds from other people on campus, whether it be law students or graduate students, that really warned about the university administration being a lot stricter before we began this semester. So just a bit frustrated, honestly, because we saw this happening and we saw this coming and uh, there was no care. And so I know you are getting a lot of op-ed submissions. Are people saying that they wish the campus was more strict or are you hearing other opinions as well? The op-eds I've got are people basically saying that they wish the campus was more strict. In terms of the talk around campus, Greek students feel as though their college experience is being taken away from them as a lot of rules are starting to tighten up. So it's just kind of two different people that care and people that kind of think that the cases are being exaggerated. Can I ask you about what you see as your role as a student journalist in this? Our role is to advocate for the community to UA administration, honestly and truthfully. It's our our job to publish the opinions or publish the concerns um, with people that wouldn't have their voice heard otherwise. Michaela also told me she sees the role of her newspaper as a way to amplify the concerns of the student body so they can reach the people who make decisions on campus. And it's not just the crimson white. The pandemic has thrown a spotlight on student journalists across the country who are using their publications to hold their schools accountable. Michaela Wyatt is the opinions editor of the University of Alabama's Crimson White. Before we end today's episode, 100 years ago today, the 19th Amendment was certified and officially became part of the Constitution. I spoke with author and historian Martha Jones about that milestone and the separate movement Black women waged to secure their own voting rights. Despite the 19th Amendment, many Black American women will not win the vote in 1920. Why? Because nothing in the 19th Amendment interferes with the ability of states, particularly Southern states, to use their own laws to keep Black women from the polls. Dr. Jones has been researching the stories of African-American women activists going back to before the Civil War. 
And she's a new book coming out about these women who have been hidden figures in much of our history. Senator Kamala Harris, in her recent uh, acceptance speech at the Democratic Convention, invoked names like Mary McLeod Bethune and Mary Church Terrell. Fannie Lou Hamer and Diane Nash, Constance Baker Motley, and the great Shirley Chisholm. If Americans didn't know who those women were before, it's time to meet some black suffragists. And I hope in 2020, we can give them credit too. Tune in next week for a longer conversation with Dr. Jones about her new book, Vanguard. That does it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.